Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. September 23rd, 2020, for the best I'm hearing an echo because I had to call in. failing shows. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I love when we have guests on our show. Sorry I goofed last week, but I'm glad we got to at least read some of the initiative. Listen to Doug Fine. We had Candace Kid here. He's not here today. Ooh. But he'll be here soon. And guess what? Silver Sister will be here very shortly with we call him uh, Reggae Ryan. The Reggae Boy. Um, so yeah. Super excited to be here as always. It just it it seems like the week Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday ends, and I'm like, what just happened? Where did it go? Because then we have a whole other week, and I'm like, what? And usually, you know, guests that are on, we just chat and chat and chat, and it's like, oh, gosh, I have to end the show, and I don't want to. And so I have a feeling today's going to be the same way, so we're super excited. First, we'd like to give a shout-out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. We're on the southeast side of Broadway and Swan. Um, if you want to get certified, if you want to get some CBD, if you want to get some hemp, 
uh, oil, some hemp products. We have some really cool backpacks. Uh, I love my hemp wallet. I got the all-natural color, uh, just your cotton color, your hemp color. Um, and we've got, what else we have? Beautiful, beautiful pipes. Not from China. Oh, that's funny. Made here. Usually local. We have um, Silver Sister as a great friend in New York. Hi, New York. And um, he makes, uh, Matt makes uh, some amazing pipes. So we really try to get local artists to bring their stuff down. Um, nothing wrong with China. Nothing wrong with anybody on this planet or any country on this planet. But we're trying to just support our local kids down here. And we have some really great local artists. So come check them out. Yeah, it's pretty spiritual. My favorite pipes um, that we have down there. And I always want to take one home, but I don't want to be selfish. And the last time I should, should have been selfish because it was a manatee. And it was a, had the best smile on his face. But we've got these pipes that have octopus that, are, that have grabbed sharks and holding them in their um, tentacles. And it's, they're just amazing, the intricacy in these pipes. Dude, they're mostly art. I have one that broke, um, sadly, but it was actually three dragons, like the Game of Thrones. Uh, until the last couple of seasons, anyway. <laughs> yeah. What happened to drinking and knowing things? Anyway, we have some awesome pipes. Also, uh, so get on down. If you want to know what you can get certified for, let me put my new readers on here. Woo, those are sharp. Um, and this is funny. My face is so small that I actually had to get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, for small, small people. Okay. If you uh, are anywhere in Arizona, um, because anywhere in Arizona, that's right. We're offering telemedicine now. Give it up for telemedicine. Finally, um, we've succumbed to telemedicine. We apologize for not doing it beforehand. We're, we always do things by the books here. And I called the state of Arizona's health department, and they said, uh, as long as you're processing properly, we accept the paperwork for telemedicine. That's okay. There it is. There you have it. So anywhere in the state, give us a call, 520-838-4430. If you have PTSD, that's the one condition the state um, requires that you have an actual letter from your uh, psychiatrist. We can't evaluate for that, and we can't take anything else for that. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, and you know that runs the gamut. I have fibromyalgia. Um, there are a lot of uh, migraine sufferers out there. Gosh, I mean, the older you get, the more aches and pains you get, unfortunately. Um, yeah, ow. I'm going to be the big 5-0 soon here. And uh, no, not Hawaii 5-0, if you all remember that show. Um, no, the older you get, it's just like, dang. <laughs> Don't raise your retirement age, people. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, any of the seizure gamuts that runs the whole gamut there. Uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, that goes for dementia and the almost 30 different types of Alzheimer's. Treated for something that isn't even on this list, uh, you can get your card if whatever you're using or to, if you're taking uh, a medicine or something or you have a treatment that's causing anything on that list, you can get your card. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, or just come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Um, and let's see, what else? Oh, you can, um, yeah, THC at gmail.com. If you go on our website, which we're getting updated, by the way, uh, we're getting some, I think we're going to get some, like, blogging ability so we can just chat right where. Um, yeah, so the... We're almost we're almost ready for our guests. I just wanted to let you all know out there. Um, Mountain Standard Time confuses everybody because, um, yeah, it does. It confuses me. <laughs> we don't change our time here in Arizona, so everybody um, is all just you know everyone everyone else changes, and then we don't. And I, I every every six months I'm like spring forward, fall back. What time is it where my best friends are right now? Because <laughs> then I'm like. Oh. Early, I don't know. So anyway, my apologies for always for the for the mix up. Um, but anyway, um, so we are going to have on right now Jackie Cohen Ross. Uh, she's founder and CEO of Cannabis MD, a cannabis industry support organization in Maryland. This is awesome. Along with several other female cannabis industry business leaders, she's launching the Cannabis Science and Therapeutic Provider Education Forum on October third a new virtual conference for medical professionals to discuss the science and therapeutic use of medical cannabis and regulatory issues relevant to both clinical practice and research. And I'm going to clap for that right there. I'm going to just clap right there and say, uh, Jackie, thank you for just waiting so long. I apologize that you had to wait so long. Thank you for coming on the show. Welcome to Weed Stay Wednesday. Oh, thank you for having me. It's, um, it's, Fun to be here, and then just re- very curious about the Arizona market. So I'll I'll tell you why in a bit. You're very curious about it. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Maryland um, used um, Arizona when the uh, when the legislators and the original commission were um, establishing and looking to establish the Maryland's market. Uh, everybody looked to Arizona because of a similar population size. Oh wow! And so I see you yeah. guys have, um, yeah, you guys have uh, really tremendous revenue numbers, and we recently announced our most recent numbers. So yeah, really, really cool to see. Awesome. You know, oh, I'm getting that feedback here. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. Are you getting feedback too? I'm not. You're not. Okay. Nope. 
this radio show has always given me really a lot of problems. My sincere apologies for that. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, Arizona is an interesting state, as they all are. We've read their initiative. Um, this is, I think, the third time that we're reading it on air. Um, it's, you know, it's it's different. It's not. It, we won't talk about that. Let's talk about you. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, let me clarify something. Yeah. So um, cannabis MD. So um, absolutely. Uh, It was a double entendre on my part in naming my business. I had founded it in 2017 when um, uh, the market actually, there wasn't any product yet, but everybody was busy growing and and beginning to um, formulate. Mm -hmm. So in any event, um, so um, as we talk about in the industry, everything moves at the speed of a, I say, a speeding bullet train and in dog years. Right. So my intention yeah. has always been on medical cannabis. So you know, it worked yeah. out really well with the name MD, uh, the abbreviation for the state. But, um, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to share that we definitely have a national and actually international platform now. That's really awesome because that's the one thing um, that people want to know about. They want to know about the medical research and the science behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and still people to this very day, even in the industry, I will hear industry people say, yeah, well, there's, there's just not a lot of research. And that's a catchphrase, kind of like always tie your left shoe first or something, you know. Start tying your right shoe. There's a ton of research. And there's a ton of out there. And looks like you're going to have an awesome forum, a virtual forum. So can anybody go to the yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually had, uh, we are so excited. I have um, two collaborators helping me out, uh, two fellow female pioneers in Maryland's industry, um, Felicity Hubbard, who founded um, 510 Wellness, and Laura Barrett-Nutting, an RN who um, has founded Nurse for Wellness. Um, and um, in any of it, yeah, we are, um, we have tickets available, a limited number of of uh, scholarship student tickets that have been provided through the generosity of their sponsorship, and that's Vireo Health. Uh, and so we have a, a limited number of tickets there. We have a ticket price uh, lowered for students who are enrolled in either college or university clinical training, whether it be medical school, dental school, nursing school, pharmacy school, and or mental health. Um, mm-hmm. And those tickets are 50 bucks. Then we have a $79 ticket price for everybody else. And then a really exciting um, optional uh, 2.0 uh, continuing medical education credit hour ticket price of 179 And that includes CME that uh, we're not delivering at the forum, but um, it's a, a really fantastic introduction to um, the endocannabinoid system and cannabinoid therapy by Advent Academy who was founded by the um, rock star family, the Knox Docs. Wow. That's awesome. Those are great prices. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) We think so. And I tell you, last night we had uh, two of our intro Zooms for uh, two of our roundtables opportunity to get everybody to meet each other. But, of course, in this industry, at a certain level, you know, it's it's, uh, experts uh, know each other. So we had... Um, an intro for our clinical focus, and then we had an intro for our regulatory focus. And I tell you, what was particularly exciting to see was uh, the number of um, women on each respective panel. So um, really significant. 
to see that. I seem to have lost you. Are you there? Okay, we lost each other. Yeah. You went dark on so me. Sorry. I went dark on you. Yeah, it's, it's this show. My so. Hold on. Yeah. We get our little British lady. All right. We're back. We're back. Put this right here. And we can hear you now, right? Okay, I hope so. I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I were just saying about how many women are getting involved, and that's great because I I grumble every time I open magazines that come in the mail, free or not. It's always ninety nine point ninety nine percent. It's a guy standing there, either you know, in a suit or they've got that eighteen hundreds farmer look with the overalls and the pitchfork, you know. And I'm like, where are the chicks? Where are the girls? Come on, women out there get covers of things. So I'm glad to hear that there are so many women involved. What are some of the topics that are going to be um, discussed? Sure. Um, so the, let's see. Well, the first um, roundtable, uh, well, there are three. So uh, the first one is regulatory, uh, or I'm sorry, the um, clinical and scientific application of medical cannabis. Then the second one focuses on regulatory issues relevant to a clinical practice as well as research. And then the third one focuses on the future of cannabis. And um, each one, again, um, uh, we have oh anywhere, probably about on average, I think we have five um, industry experts on each panel and then each panel being moderated by an industry expert. And so the first one, um, we have a, a couple of physicians who uh, do have a clinical practice, and we have a couple of researchers um, that are actually formulating and um, genetics of plants and cultivars, wow. um, diseases and disorders. Um, what's really uh, uh, interesting is we have a Dr. Sandra Carrillo, who's actually now based in uh, with via COVID. Um, she's in Panama, mm. and she mm. has uh, a number of practice sites in Colombia, the country in Latin mm-hmm. America. So very wow. different. Um, really interesting the approach to medical cannabis, and, and we'll hear. I would say. Yeah. Uh, overarching, uh, everybody recognizes the challenge of dosing, proper dosing, and how to get the desired yeah. clinical effects. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's a clinical one. And um, then we go on to regulatory. Uh, mm. And again, you know, the challenge is because cannabis, you know, this is the tumbleweed, right? <laughs> is that uh, because of Schedule <laughs> 1, um, we have um, the federal prohibition against research. Um, and so, you know, limited number of studies, that uh, extremely limited number of FDA-approved studies, but um, we all know there's a bunch of researchers out there actively um, researching the plant um, and partnering. We've got, for example, one of our sponsors, again, Bureau of Health. They've um, partnered with um, a couple of leading uh, universities and are working on some really interesting research. But uh, we're going to you know, talk about that and then the challenges that they've had. So, you know, physicians and the advanced practice providers are clamoring. We want the studies that underscore the information that we need to make informed yeah. decisions, but um, mm-hmm. there aren't the studies there. 
and then the third round table, uh, I'll be moderating that one, and I'm very excited about that. That is on the future of uh, medical cannabis. So we have cool. uh, the value of data, um, the role of uh, cannabis, so the uh, independent testing labs, uh, the future mm-hmm. of formulations, you know, again, specific to drugs and disorders, uh, again, growing um, cultivars that are specific to treat diseases and disorders, and um, then, um, you know, what's in a you know, gummies is going is projected to be yeah. a $4.1 billion market by 2022. So what's the role of gummies in this? Or not gummies, edibles. Yeah. Edib- yeah. Oh, edibles. Yeah, yeah. Edibles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, edibles, yeah. edibles. Yeah. Yeah, that's where people go, you know. That's still there's still the stigma of when, you know, people come even into our health center, they the first thing they go, I don't want to smoke. We go <laughs> That's the last thing you do these but it's sure yeah. instant. <laughs> yeah, right. I, so, I, yeah, I I like the instantaneous for my fibromyalgia and stuff. Why I have back pain that comes on. If I hit the bomb, it hits the pain, you know. Mhm. So but how about uh, have you like, tried uh, you know, any buckle go like under your tongue, inside your cheek. Have you tried any of that? Mm-hmm. That uh, any oral dosing? Oh, I've done tinctures and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Um, oh, the sublinguals and stuff. I haven't tried the right. sublinguals. We we did yeah. a, a, a sample of those one time. It didn't seem to be very effective. Um, yeah, that was a while you know, ago. it does yeah. hit you. Yeah, I mean, as you said, is that the dosing, you know, and when you want it, when somebody's in pain and, you know, the fastest delivery yeah. method is smoking, but it might not be the best, right, for that particular yeah. patient. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, what's oh, critical absolutely. is that patients, yeah, patients have awareness that there's um, there's a multitude of drug delivery systems. Yeah. Uh, and how did you get all into cannabis yourself? Are you a doctor? <clears throat> nope, I'm not. Um, I pretend to be one on Zoom. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. But uh, <laughs> now I um, actually, you know, uh, those of us who are far more passionate about the uh, the industry were introduced to it, you know, teenage years, college years, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, um, oh, my dad was a physician. My, my sister's a physician. I was going to be a physician until I was, um, I met economics and policy studies and like that at uh, a heck of a lot more than organic chemistry at the time. So, um, you know, I actually, uh, it's really uh, interesting to see is I um, grew up um, working in a microbiology lab. Actually, for my dad, though, he um, was uh, ran a couple community hospital labs, again, being a, a pathologist. And as you know, wow. microbiology is critical, right, to mm-hmm. producing mm-hmm. safe products. So it's really ironic, mm-hmm. I think, of um, – of how I ended up back with microbiology, but, um, yeah. And then, um, you know, I've got, um, uh, an interesting, um, I would say professional path, but always of, um, keen interest on healthcare and, uh, certainly, um, our plant. So, um, I would say it was probably about 2000 is, um, uh, I had taken a lot of things or a few things that I had done professionally at that point, and um, uh, I launched a marketing media and publishing company that was focused in the traditional healthcare space. Uh, so these um, these projects that I was working on um, with my team and our magazine focused on uh, clinical innovations and practice management solutions and healthcare information technology was relatively new. 
uh, on the market. You know, a lot of things, exciting things are going on. Um, and again, recognizing that the audience, uh, you know, had this awareness, does have this awareness. We're chipping away at it about using medical cannabis, but um, a couple times a year we would run content on alternative uh, therapies for patients, you know, for, mm-hmm. uh, for docs to uh, consider. And so, of course, included in that was um, medical cannabis. So, um, you know, wow. I was paying attention to it as it became legal in the 90s uh, in the West, you know, and then knew it was coming eventually and uh, heading east. Right. So um, right. in 2017, you know, some things changed and um, saw, again, the opportunity um, to uh, do a full pivot to medical cannabis. So that's been my focus since 2017. So, again, my lane is medical. And you're, you're a patient yourself? I am, yes. Yep. So it's, um, you know, and, and that with, um, I'm also in graduate school, um, uh, mm. University of Maryland School of Pharmacy. Um, wow. So, uh, yeah, the things that I have learned um, in my, now my clinical training uh, is, um, yeah, I was self-medicating, as many of us are or were. Um, and, um, yeah, so I am, uh, one of the, uh, certified, I think we have just probably about 110,000 now in Maryland. Mm. Okay. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. It's so important for people to see the doctor. And I think that's, I think that's one thing that, you know, the states have going for them that they're going to keep the medical programs because recreational I mean you can go get it's still medical we all know that <laughs> whatever <clears throat> you want to call it but um, people need to see the doctor and the thing for us is we the patients you talked about this earlier you touched on this is uh, dosage and right. um, even the doctors you know they're we have a staff of naturopathic doctors and now a DO and they're still um, they're not like the most advanced in knowledge of cannabis themselves so no, um, well, this is exactly why we are yeah. using the forum. Is you know, ninety-seven percent right. of U.S. hospitals do not deliver any cannabis science education. So what they're getting, right. um, they have uh, you know a couple of hours on looking at uh, cannabis <clears throat> or cannabis use disorder, and under the the uh, headlining yeah. guide of um, you know whether it be uh, addiction or a disorder, not as a valuable yeah. adjunctive therapy or even one as a standalone. Right, absolutely. Which is why they centers like ours because they can practice uh using cannabis as a therapy instead of the other great. medicines, which is what everybody wants to get off of, you know, or most right. most people that come in, they're just jacked full of these pills that they don't know, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not able to hear you right now. Oh, I see. Here we go. It was great. Am I back? Yeah, now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Let's. And just. I'm very, very sorry about this program. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, okay. you need a new you need a new platform. Yes, I do. Yeah, if you have a recommendation, you can email yeah, me that well, later. Yeah, well, you know, uh, 
Yeah, I've been doing um, um, video profiles over Zoom, and you can just record them, or you can, as mm-hmm. I, I use the actual video content itself. So it's been working out very, okay. very well. Yeah. Well, it's early. You don't see the bags under my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can just do uh, audio. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, the thing that I, I've been in touch with their quote unquote technical support for months now and it's, they're not doing anything to help me. My, my challenge is a saving all my episodes of almost nine, you know, eight and a half years, which is a lot. Wow. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then getting everybody over from this platform to know to go to that platform. That's it. You know, I get it's, that's yeah, the there thing. was one I was just on. Uh, it's a, I'm with RJ. I am underscore, I think, with underscore RJ. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it seemed to work pretty seamlessly for him. It was actually uh, pre-recorded. Okay. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I will definitely look sure. at I know. I'm going to look into some things because sh- it's just, you know, technology. And I'm literally sitting right in front of the modem router, everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so I want to go back to, um, this is great. Since you're studying to, you're, you're studying pharmacy, dosing. This is the one thing that, you know, people come in and, you know, they, especially for animals, that's a hard thing to dose. But for themselves, they don't, you know, they don't know where to start. Um, and when people get their medical cards after seeing our doctors, they don't come back to us. They go out to the dispensaries. Uh, right, And right. the dispensaries, yeah, it's a scary, scary situation. Yeah, it is. That yeah. in there that have no clue, no clue what they're doing. And, right. um, yeah, they're telling, you know, people – 60, 70, 80 years old to take 50 milligrams of cannabis. And right, this, right. Coming, well, you know, the high THC, which is, could be very, very dangerous for somebody. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. They have no, just eat half a candy bar is what they tell them. And it's a hundred milligram candy bar. And they come back yeah. and they're like, I, I hate this stuff. We're like, no, no, <laughs> that was wrong. So, you know, of course, low and slow is the slogan. Um, but people get out there and they just, you know, they don't know. And then they don't know what cannabis strain or thing to use with their particular ailment. So if something's cancer versus arthritis, versus, you know, then where do you tell them to What would you say to, to a beginner? Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, I lost you for a bit. So what would I say to a beginner? Is that what, you, what the yeah, question for, was? As, as far as as far as goes and as far as, like, how to dose for your ailment, you know, if you have cancer or arthritis. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, is that, um, well, A, the first thing is to make sure that you go to a qualified uh, cannabis um, provider, somebody who is licensed and trained uh, to understand Mm -hmm. uh, the science and the medicine behind it. So I don't have familiarity with who's licensed in Arizona, but in in Maryland, yeah. uh, yeah, advanced practice. So it's it's uh, MDs, DOs, dentists, uh, advanced. Um, let me see, uh, advanced practice level nurses, midwives. So in any event, you know the starting dose is always pretty much always recommended is 2.5 milligrams. Start with mm-hmm. that and um, give yourself 
some days um, to see what uh, what the effect is on you. And as you said, it's um, you know start low, go slow. Can't say that enough. Um, mm. And to also you know if a if a provider tells you you know this is what you need to get is do not. Do not listen to your butt tender. That it can be, and completely understand it. I went through it when I was a new patient in California. Is that as much knowledge or notes that you have with you when you walk into the dispensary? It's like, whoa, you know, it's uh, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And sometimes it can Super feel like you're in Disneyland, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, um, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, and be mindful of when you're in a dispensary. Is that butt tender very well? Um, could be telling you to get a product that you know they're pushing as a special that week, or you mm-hmm. know, so you just yep. have to be really, really mindful um, before you go into and you pick the dispensary that you're going to. Is do your research and and find out if what kind of training. Uh, there's some really great um, dispensary attendant training programs out there, like um, Healer. I don't know if they're out there in the West for you, but Dr. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dustin Sulak actually, I think he started his clinical practice in Arizona. Um, but anyway, you know, is, is find out, um, what kind of training, um, again, yeah. I don't have, um, very much familiarity with what your program and your regs are in, um, right in Arizona, but in Maryland, um, it's now a requirement for the dispensaries to have a clinical uh, provider on site. So if a patient has oh, questions, that's you know, there's somebody there. Yeah. That's not required yeah, and, here, which um, is so horrible. Yeah, and then I cannot stress enough too is um, um, to you know for adults, um, yeah, it's either zero to you know <laughs> extremely limited number of human beings, adult human beings. I want to underscore who have died of a THC overdose, um, <clears throat> but. Be very, very mindful of if you have children in your home and you're not putting away mm-hmm. your edibles, um, it's very, very dangerous for kids. You know, they are mm-hmm. not just miniature humans. Um, their endocannabinoid mm-hmm. system is not fully developed. Um, bad things can happen as far as, uh, you know, can even go that the kids have to become intubated. You know? So it's, um, yeah, just yeah. be mindful. Yeah. And to have some CBD, and, to have CBD on board or on hand if you uh, find yourself having uh, too much of a psychotropic effect that you don't want to is use some CBD to counteract that. Hmm. The full hemp or just CBD isolate? If you have a CBD isolate or if you have, you know, whatever, you know, just keep some on hand, um, some CBD. I always encourage that. You know, if, um, if you have some DB, CBD flower um, and, um, you know, spark that up and get that in your system. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> I know. I, we had a. I had a friend text me last night um, from California and sent a picture. Do you have any of this? <laughs> I said no. What was that? <laughs> CBD flour, a joint, a CBD yeah. joint. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we have yeah. um, in um, uh, yeah, neighboring um, uh, uh, um, Washington D.C. Yeah, so I don't, you know, again, familiarity. And this is actually, you know, we're talking about a, a big problem with the industry is not every state has um, the same set of rules and regulations. Um, and, you know, they are necessary, you know, whether it's an adult market, you know, rec market or uh, a medical market, is that if we could have some uniformity, it's just it's going to be better for everybody. Yeah, and it, it's something, you know, it's, it, 
it's sad with the farm bills that they're nitpicking, you know, anything under 1%, which is what the farmers, you know, are talking about trying to get that raised to, because if you're 0.31, you're, you know, you're done. And right. That's your whole farm. That's, yeah. And it's not like, I mean, I don't know what the government thinks, but a farm doesn't go up overnight. <laughs> it's not a video game where you plant a seed and you, poof. you know, that's like nine months or four months or five months of water and time and nutrients and energy and the seeds itself and exactly. all of that. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad. And when we first started the business, we, we whispered about everything and we said, it'll be probably 10 to 20 years. And, we're almost nine years into our business and we're probably looking at another, I'd say another 10 years or so before our government fully lets the cat out of the bag. <laughs> are you talking about uh, government? Are you talking about federal government? Yeah. Federal government. Yeah. Yeah. Regulation, legal, whatever they mm-hmm. want to call it. Um, just mm-hmm. the allowance of cannabis in our world as it should be, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they have nine patents on the plant. Now they had one when we first started. Now they have nine. Mm-hmm. really crazy. Then they're just patenting one cannabinoid at a time. They're just going through whatever comes up as popular. They're like, Oh, let's get that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, you know, another really interesting conversation about this is, you know, to try and, and isolate just, you know, one cannabinoid and, mm-hmm. um, you know, is that in a product you're ideally, um, yeah, well, it all depends on what what your intended use and what your intended um, need is. But yeah, I mean that's all. That's a real interesting area. And you know, and then just I mean, the, also is that the um, the awareness of that are these laws. Uh, you know, whether it be 1937 when it became outlawed or 1970 when it was scheduled um, as one, is mm-hmm. um, that this is ba- it's all racial it's all racial preda- prejudice. You know, um, it's right. really unfortunate. Yeah. And, you know, and here it we are. National, Yeah. National Expungement Week. And, um, yeah, that's actually something else I'm working. I, I have in the industry. I've been focused on social justice in the industry with um, a social enterprise I launched uh, February 2019 named TPAD. I saw that. Yeah. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Sure, yeah. So um, social enterprise, meaning it's a for-profit business, but it is dedicated to making social change. So Mm -hmm. uh, the mission of TPAD is to break down barriers to entry into the cannabis industry and to empower access, no matter gender or race, and I can't underscore that enough, gender or race, via education. Mm -hmm. So um, we have uh, proceeds of TPAD events or partner TPAD events support the TPAD scholarship for minority entrepreneurship. And uh, so the, uh, the scholarship is intended for uh, somebody um, who has not had access uh, to an education that can propel them into a leadership position or whether they want to own their own business or, you know, whatever it is in um, start their business in the cannabis industry. Right. <clears throat> That's awesome. And I wish I'm not sure how if you have an expungement program over there or, or what yours is like, but what's about to pass here is not really expungement at all. It's really selective, and it's it, it, there's it's not a good program. And it's I wish that people would read these initiatives and not just vote because they want to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're voting yeah. some really yeah. poor policies. 
uh, into place and they're voting monopolies of businesses and dispensaries to just make more money. And it's really sad. It's, you know, we should just be yep. able to have it. <laughs> so we just went through our, you know, we're coming out at the other end, but, you know, not that not as nearly as positive as it should have been with the second round of licenses. So they should have been awarded mm. um, a year ago, and this was 15, yeah. um, uh, 15 new licenses. Um, or was it 10? No, I don't even remember. I had actually co-founded a team. We applied for Grow and um, Process, and it was 10 new Grow, 4 new process maybe um but you know kind of did you get um, one it just left oh i i don't think i'd be talking to you if i had <laughs> because that would be you know uh, full on bore on that um but no yeah. it was just really disappointing you know the legislator yeah, had sorry. been um yeah so um vocal about that she was ensuring that there wouldn't be any out-of-state license plates in the parking lots of, of cars vehicles belonging to owners but yet um yeah, you know, the MSOs came in and uh, they put people of color, um, you know, on uh, on these licenses. And no, I don't think it's all absolutely not legit. Like the um, one of the, I think it's the great grandson of Anheuser Busch. Um, oh my on gosh. A, on a license here, um, John Boehner. <gasps> you know the idea. Yeah, you know it's like. Uh, oh right, my. You know they do not look like the face of diversity in Maryland. Oh. Wow, that yeah. I, see, <laughs> always the bad guy because I really read the initiatives and I go, oh my god, and I try and talk to people and they're like, what? But this is what I'm talking about. Like, if people would read these things before they vote for them, no, nothing's going to be perfect. But you can't. We read was it two weeks ago about the top five um, big businesses: Budweiser, all these, you know, uh, R.J. Reynolds or Altria. Uh-huh. They've already got their hands in it, um, but. Um, who was it? Uh, they're the top five. There's huge business that's already in there, and we knew this was going to happen, you know. But there should always sure. be a chance for there should always be a chance for what everyone calls quote the mom and pop business. I don't I don't care what you want to call it. Um, we're just not the one percent. But everybody should have an opportunity if they want it. Because exactly what, right. What people need to realize is there's not going to be that many people that want that opportunity or have the knowledge and the stamina, the money to do it, especially when it comes to growing. Everybody thinks they could grow. <laughs> I thought I could no. grow when I first started growing. <laughs> it didn't even look like cannabis. <laughs> it looked like a broomstick. <laughs> tiny little witch brooms. You could just like sweep tiny little corn. Maybe it could be used good for computer keypads, but you know, it got you really high. <laughs> your pain away. But it certainly didn't look like anything you would call cannabis. So it's yeah, yeah. I you know I think it's selfish of these um, major corporations and dispensaries to hoard these licenses and just keep them all into their little you know circles of power. It just well, I mean here's, here's going nuts. yeah, I mean one step further is you know why can't patients grow some quantity of their own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know it's like I mean that goes to talk about THCA. You know the benefits of THCA and if you eat leaves you're not going to get you know zero percent you're going to get high but it, your aches and pains are going to feel better um and yeah. um i have a um colleague in the industry actually uh, dr paloma layfelt and she uses the great analogy that um that people grow tomatoes at home but look at it you know i don't know if you whatever your major grocery st- uh, chain is out in 
in Arizona, but look at them, they're still selling tomatoes, right? So if you're well, that's concerned about exactly. the bigger business, Costco right, isn't afraid of Safeway, right. who isn't afraid of right. the farmer's market. There's right. room for everybody. There right. really and is. But again, let's make sure that it's we have uh, regulations in place that you cannot, you know, you can't make moonshine in your bathtub, theoretically, right? But you can make uh, homebrew beer, right? <laughs> and uh, oh, so let's just make sure it, what we're moonshine. doing is safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they come door to door with those jugs with the different flavors. Seriously, my friend up up in the <laughs> fancier part of town, he's like, Yeah, there's a guy that comes and he's got apple flavor and peach flavor. He's like, I got some apple flavor the other day. I was like, What? <laughs> moonshine. Apple flavor what? Literally Moonshine? Uh, moonshine. Oh yeah. Home, I guess that's home a way to make moonshine. money for COVID. Yeah. I was like, wow, <laughs> door to door moonshine. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh man, oh. I, there's no way I would touch that though. No, I'm not gonna. What? <laughs> I know no. me neither. That's what I was like. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. Hope you know your neighbor. Yeah. Um, right. Exactly. Seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. Everybody should have the opportunity in these quote lotteries that they have and the you know allotments that they. Maryland's there's enough room out there for more than one person to have, you know, dispensaries and operations and everybody's are going to, they're, they're all going to be different. That's the thing. You know, all our dispensaries out here, they have some of the same products, but a lot of them have their own unique thing that they have one particular grower, you know, that's making one thing, you know, one of our dispensaries has a really cool um, lotion that you put on and it's specific to their dispensary. So if you want that, uh-huh. Um, it's really awesome. But if you want that, you have to go there to get it. Um, yeah. You know, so it, it, it's sad that they're not, you know, that they don't, that our government and the just legislature doesn't let people, yeah, have their shops and do their things because we could all offer something unique and different that could be useful to, to somebody where something else might not, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. But just make sure it's safe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the other thing is, you know, standardization, which there isn't anything right now going right. on. So how do you have products of your own that you promote? Are you making your own? No. What are you doing no, as no. far as products go? No, I'm not doing anything with products. So my focus is um, education and primarily uh, healthcare provider education. That said, um, T-PAD. So um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, we didn't talk about the history of T-PADs. Do you know what a T-PAD was? No. So teapads were speakeasies in the 20s and 30s where the history uh, of marijuana um, with the, um, the communities of color, uh, cannabis was introduced, marijuana was introduced, so it came off of um, the boats in New Orleans, and unfortunately there was a slave trade going on, and the Mexicans were bringing in, and that's you know, eventually at the, um, how it was introduced. And then that is also New Orleans, as we know, the home of American jazz. So you bring those two phenomenal things together, um, weed and jazz, they migrate up, it migrates up north, they migrate up north um, together as people establish the um, uh, black and brown communities in Harlem, for example. And so tea pads mm-hmm. are places and spaces where folks um, could use their weed um, as we write uh, without fear of prejudice. So the phenomenal music, nice. uh, you know, Foundations Again of American Jazz, Cap Calloway, Duke Ellington, Ella mm. Fitzgerald, um, 
Yeah. You know, and, and these great quotes that we have that um, how we didn't mess up the brains like alcohol. So we yeah. and then there's reference um, in a lot of music of um, we being called tea, you know, and again, a tea pad where people could use it. Um, mm-hmm. So I borrowed that name and uh, to underscore the history of um, of we the music together in our country. So. Um, uh, anyway, you know, and this is actually to talk about our events, what T-Pads are like, and this is a long-winded answer to your question if I have any products. But um, <laughs> um, <I love> it. <laughs> uh, eventually, and I can tell you more about what the T-Pad events are like, but if you see our logo, it's a, um, a female form on our logo. Um, she has a um, really cool some synchronicity behind her. But uh, her name is Eulalia. But, yeah, someday I'd love to have um, uh, products, uh, THC-infused mm. products, and that a portion of the uh, sales of those products, so licensed products, supports the TPAD scholarship for minority entrepreneurship. Awesome. And can that yeah. scholarship be go anywhere in the, in the world, the U.S.? Where yeah. is that? Well, is that po- Awesome. Yeah. And is yeah. it for, specifically for... Like the the um, the class that that you took, the uh, program that you took oh, no, in no. cannabis. Oh no, no. This is um, yeah, open to, um, to anybody who is enrolled in secondary. So we have um, TPAD events are on pause, and TPAD itself itself is actually kind of on on pause a bit. I mean, we have a um, the social media handle is um, at TPAD T E A P A D underscore Baltimore. As a, a shout out to um, our hometown of of Baltimore. Um, but, um, in any event, um, yeah, the, uh, the scholarship, you know, this is the, the purpose of the scholarship is to break down barriers to entry and, um, no matter gender or race. So, you know, pretty much we've been talking about it and we tiptoe around it of who is most privileged, um, with access to funding are white guys, right? They have the money, uh, yeah. you know, um, they can <laughs> yeah. access to it. I have a, a dear friend who's got this phenomenal tech, innovation in the industry and he's been extremely challenged to get uh, funding. He's a black guy. Um, myself yeah. as a woman, I mean, this is part of the reason of launching TPED yep. is, um, you know, BS that I went to, the incredible shit that was said to me. Um, and yeah. we had to uh, talk to white guys for our funding, things that never would be yeah. said to, uh, yeah, to a, nope. to a man. Another cigar smoking yeah 60 year old white guy <laughs> well now you Never know they like say you that 30, in the boys you know, club sure. <laughs> yeah an ass can be an ass silly no little, little girls age, right silly yeah. little girls yes oh those girls <laughs> and yeah. no yeah. yeah oh no oh no things yeah. you probably shouldn't on there <laughs> <laughs> no, we hear you. We we we've we've been in this this journey. Like I said, November will be nine years for us, and yeah, we we, we had men from the very get go uh, scared by it. Tell us, shut down shop, don't radio show. You're gonna have to stop this. This is, this is never gonna happen. You're not gonna succeed. Blah 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, and here we are, almost nine years later, and you know, we're yeah. Doing congratulations. Great. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, and it's. You know, we we just got to keep going. When you love something, mm-hmm. you love it, and you can't let anyone tell you that you, that you can't do it. <laughs> right, amen to that. Absolutely. It and like we went to um, who was that? Oh, Cheryl Schumann. Do you know Cheryl Schumann? 
No. You would really like Cheryl. She's really fantastic uh, supporter in this. Um, she's the founder of the Hills Cannabis Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were at a conference with her once, and she's been on the show. She's just a real great lady, and she said, mm-hmm. you know, to anybody out there, to everybody out there, if you want to get in, in this business, we are in the basement. Not even, we're not even on the ground floor yet. We're in the basement of everything oh, happening. Sure. There is room yeah. for everybody. There's room for everybody. And anybody tell you, tells you that you, there's no room for you, that's not a good person and that's not a good player. You don't want to be associated with them in the industry because there's room for everyone. And I, I myself am excited for the farmer's markets to come out because I think that's going to be a really, really, really exciting uh, part of, of community in this, you know. Um, so, so tell me about that. Yeah. I don't. Is this that you're uh, something that's on? Oh, the... just like like a regular farmers market. They used to have them up in Phoenix when this whole thing started, and they were deemed illegal because you kind of can't just sell weed out there. <laughs> yeah. But just the opportunity, like a nursery would be, to go um, when we all have the rights to grow. Go, go if you like for diesel. If you like Granddaddy Purple for your pain or your uh-huh. headaches, go grab go grab a little plant, especially an auto plant that's done in three mm-hmm. months. And grow one for yourself, you know. Um, trade seeds, uh, sell your goods, sell your baked goods, sell your cannabis wares and, your, you know, necklaces and things you've made. And, you know, just a regular farmer's market. It's, and a nice, it's a nice community. We used to have a really good kind of a co-op situation when we first started. And we still have people that come into this very day and say, oh, we should do that again. Remember that time? Because they love to just hang out. People love to talk about what's going on in cannabis together. Um, just sure. like with it was, it's tea pad time. You know? I lost you again. Oh, hold on. There we go. I have you back. Okay. Okay. There we go. Tea pad time. Time to get together, talk with other folks. So, um, before I lose you again, tell everybody out there. Um, well, what is what is what's your one message about cannabis and what's happening yeah, in the world? Or just, I, yeah, just yeah. Go ahead. Um, you know what? I've been thinking a lot about that because oh, there are so many. So I actually I can't you know as I should be right now be very succinct and glib for you, but <laughs> um, you know is that I think it's um, you know that to to be able to provide access to medical cannabis that. It saves lives. It improves lives, um, and it is just an incredibly unfortunate. Is that we have again these uh, regulations that have been built, and that we are still following 1937 law, right? <laughs> that, I know that's ridiculous. Um, you know, think about what um, what the technology is today, and yet we're following mm-hmm. 1937 racially biased prejudice law. So. Um, yeah. You know, I would say that is, um, yeah, I don't know if there's a message in there, but also is, you know, just to, mm-hmm. to safety and, and pledge awareness um, for everybody of if you're making your own and that you're going to be sharing it with other folks um, is, you know, uh, be smart and recognize that everybody, you know, a, a six foot four medical cannabis patient versus a you know, five foot three female patient, right? They're going to have different endocannabinoid systems. And um, the guy may very well require far less uh, dosing than that than that female patient. So this is just a lot to be aware of. But I would say, you know, just is 
Um, education, you know, can't stress education enough, whether, you know, talked about there's a void in the dispensary-attended education, there's a void in our healthcare provider mm-hmm. education. And so that leaves it up to um, patients and enthusiasts, enthusiasts of our sacred place yeah, to make sure that you're absolutely. self-educated. Amen to Ask that. Ask the right questions. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, you know, take a look at Cannabis MD, our site, and we um, try to have a lot of um, robust information uh, on there. It's um, Cannabis, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z as in zebra, M-D as in dog, dot com. And um, patient education on there, and if you're in the industry, if you are in the industry, um, there's uh, hopefully some um, interesting uh, content on there for you as well. And then the forum, awesome. you know, is that you learn a lot. Yes. <laughs> if you uh, buy a ticket, I'm excited. If you're a clinical student, um, look for us on Instagram. Um, again, it's at CannabisMD. Um, uh, actually, on Instagram, it's Cannabis.MD. And we have information on awesome. one of these um, free tickets. Wow. Hey, there you go. We'll put our hats in yeah. the ring there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for coming. I'm so sorry about all the technical issues, but thank oh, you sure. for being here. We appreciate you. And thanks for doing all you're doing for the cannabis community. It's not an easy job. It's not an easy thing it's to do. As not. much as we love the plant, it's not easy. And we really appreciate all your hard work and your perseverance and keep up the good work. And we hope to meet you someday. Maybe we'll get out there. Absolutely. Maybe you'll get out here. Thank you so much for having me. Take yeah, care, everybody. Thank you so much. You too. Have an awesome day. Bye. Bye-bye. I got you. All right, everybody. Wow. That is that is so great. Um it's talk to another um female pioneer out there who's kicking butt out in the world of cannabis. Cuz you got to kick cannabis butt. <laughs> Can't kick it. Um and again, once again, sincerely apologize for um the show. Uh it's we are going to get uh We'll get a new platform at any rate. Um, thank you to Jackie Cohen-Ross for coming on, and thank you all for listening and for being here. And you didn't know it, but um, I called you Reggae Ryan before we started. So Reggae Ryan's here, everybody. And Silver Sister. And have an awesome week. And tune in next week. We have more guests coming on. We'll see if we can get another darn show going. Maybe we'll Zoom it next week and we'll do, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Stupid blog talk. Yeah, you heard it. I said it. <clears throat> My teenage ninja turtle glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put them there. And you read it. <laughs> All right, folks, get out there, be nice, smoke a lot of weed, have a good time. Um, Just be good to each other. Be smart, be safe, and educate. And come on down to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Get on down, get certified, get some CBD, get some, come get a pipe, come get a bong.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.